Hi, this is Timothy Pig, and I want to welcome you to Text Driven Podcast, a podcast put out by the Ministry of Fellowship Church in Southwest Florida. Text Driven Podcast exists to equip you to know God and make Him known through text driven preaching and practice. To learn more about Fellowship Church, visit our website, fellowshipchurch.co. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Text Driven Podcast. Uh, let me just extend a warm welcome to you. If this is the first time that you are listening to the Text Driven Podcast, thank you so much for choosing uh, to listen today. If you like this podcast, you enjoy this episode, go back and listen to some of our previous episodes and make sure you save this podcast so that you can uh, be alerted to when new episodes come each and every week. It is our goal to launch an episode every single Monday so that you can start your week off living a text-driven life. And we would also be uh, most grateful if you would share this on your social media and let your friends and family know where it is you're getting biblical resources to help you to live in a manner that honors God. Our current series that we're walking through is Uh, written by Oswald Sanders, entitled Spiritual Leadership. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the essential leadership qualities that Sanders lays out in chapters 8, 9, and 10 of his book. Now, we certainly do not have time to go through in detail every single one of these qualities. But what my hope is in this episode is to do an overview of the 18 qualities that Sanders list in those three chapters. And then as you read the book, I hope that it provokes you to take this episode and the content of Sanders' book and to dive deeply into God's Word and study these qualities for yourself. Let's begin looking at these 18 qualities. Number one, the quality of discipline. An essential uh, quality of a leader is that they have a disciplined life. What does it mean to have a disciplined life? It means that your life is under control. One of the fruit of the Spirit that is listed in the book of Galatians is this, that you would be self-controlled. That means that you have ordered your life well according to the principles of God's word. The ancient Greeks, in their studies of what was a noble, virtuous man, put self-control as one of the premier qualities of a person of virtue. Why is that? Because a person who is self-controlled has learned how to bind up all of their passions and desires and to focus singularly on what is most important. Number two, vision. Another quality of a leader, essential quality of a leader is vision. It's important that a leader be able to share clearly the direction that they plan on going. I think of Jesus' first sermon that is recorded in the Gospel of Mark, where it says that Jesus preached, Repent, for the kingdom of God 
is at hand. Such clarity in that word. He spoke with great vision. Number three is wisdom. An essential leadership quality is wisdom. People today make way too many unwise choices. You wish that you could look at some of the leaders today and just tell them, why not take a moment and think about your plans and make sure that you're making a wise choice instead of a responsive choice. For it is better to be wise and proactive than rash and reactive. Now, where do we get wisdom from? The Bible tells us in the book of Psalms and in Proverbs that wisdom comes from the fear of the Lord. And make no mistake about it, wisdom is something that can be attained. For you do not have to remain a person who is unwise, but God has made available to you lady wisdom for you to know and understand and spend time with. Let me encourage you to cultivate wisdom by reading through the Proverbs each and every month. There are 31 Proverbs, and it fits very nicely with every single day of a month. So on the first day of the month, read Proverbs 1, and then follow that system all the way to the end of the month. And if a month has 30 days, then on the last day, read both Proverbs 30 and 31. Number four, decision-making. One of the challenges of being a leader is that you have to make decisions. And it is essential quality that a leader be able to look at the facts, look at the truth of God's word, and chart the course and make a decision. Number five, courage. Courage is an essential leadership quality today. For it appears that most of the people that occupy offices of leadership are weak and wimpy instead of strong and courageous. Joshua was told uh, in chapter 1, be strong and courageous. Daniel was a courageous leader, for he did not capitulate to what the watching world was doing. He did not acquiesce his beliefs to the systems of Babylon, but instead he stood strong on the principles of God's word, and he was a leader who had courage. Number six, humility. Humility, we've talked about in previous episodes, is the quality of a servant. For you do not serve uh, for your own good will and pleasure, but rather you serve for the glory of God and the good of other people. The only way you're going to be able to do that is to crucify your passion and desires and live for the passion and desires of the Lord Jesus. Number seven, integrity. Integrity is simply put like this. Let your yes be yes, and your no be no. People need to be able to count on you if you're going to be a leader. They need to be able to uh, follow what you're going to say with the assurance that you're not going to change your mind later. Be a man of integrity. 
Number eight. Another quality is love. It is essential that leaders be loving people. For the people whom you are leading are not pawns in your scheme, but rather they are people who need to be loved. You need to show compassion to those whom you're leading. I would say it this way. A dictator might be able to get a government and its subjects to follow him. However, he has not possessed the quality of leadership. Why? Because he has no love for people. Number nine, humor. Now, this seems like a strange quality to put on a list like this, especially around all the other serious topics that we've discussed so far. But humor is an essential quality of a leader. Just think about the book of Ecclesiastes and the book of Proverbs that talks about how laughter is good for the soul. Now, certainly in Ecclesiastes, the, the Bible teaches us that there's a time to laugh and there's a time not to. And a leader knows when to employ humor and when to restrain it. Number 10, anger. Probably one of the strangest qualities on this list is anger. You would not think that anger would be an essential quality of a leader, but in reality it is. Our Lord was angry, but he did not sin. So what does it mean to have the quality of anger, but that be a good quality? Well, a person who is angry at sin, that should be an essential quality of a leader. Wrong and injustice, the breaking of rules. If you're in a place of leadership, you should not tolerate any type of sin, for you should be angry with sin. And you should seek through love for the people whom you're leading to help them to also be angry with sin and to not tolerate it in their own personal lives. Number 11, patience. Patience is an essential quality for leadership because patience is trusting in God's timing. Have you ever wondered uh, why it is leaders get upset when things don't happen at the right time they should? It's really a funny thing, isn't it? Because as a leader, you cannot add one single hour to the day. And God being sovereign over all that happens in that day, and God being the author of time who has given us graciously the 24 hours in our day, he is the one who is going to enable to be accomplished exactly what he so desires each and every day. Therefore, the disposition of a leader is to trust God's timing in everything. Uh, speaking from experience, that's a difficult thing to do. Because as a pastor, there are plenty of things that I want to see done, and I'd like to see them done now. But oftentimes, my schedule conflicts with God's schedule. But ladies and gentlemen, understand something. 
God is never late in accomplishing his purposes. For God is always on time. So patience is an essential leadership quality. Number 12, friendship is an essential leadership quality. You think of some of the great friends of the Bible, such as Jonathan and David. They had a very close friendship. Jonathan protected David when his own father, Saul, was seeking to kill him. What does it mean to have the essential quality of friendship? Here's what it means. You don't use people. Uh, too often we see people as the ends to the means, uh, as the means to the ends of our own goals. That's not how we should be treating people. For we should be a friend with those whom we lead. Number 13, being a teammate is an essential quality of leadership. Why? Because you're working with people. It is important, if you're a leader, that the people whom you are leading see you working as well. All too often, we think that once we get into the position and the seat of leadership, Everyone else does the work for us. Let me encourage you, if you're in a place of leadership, for those who work with you to see you working alongside them. Maybe you work as a leader of a factory and your office is uh, up away from the assembly line. Get out of your office chair, go down to and work with the people. It's important that those whom we are leading see us working with them, being a teammate alongside them. Number 14, inspirational. Inspirational. One of the essential qualities of leadership is being able to inspire others to work with you. I think about the story in the Old Testament of Nehemiah. For the Bible says, Nehemiah cast the vision of rebuilding the walls and the people set their mind to do the work. I would have loved to have been there on that day to hear the great speech of Nehemiah where he rallied everybody and he with inspiration in his voice, empowered them and motivated the people to work in rebuilding the walls. Moving on, number 15, you must be a communicator. Another essential leadership quality is the ability to communicate. If you can't communicate your ideas well, you'll lead people in circles. One of the things we do at Fellowship Academy, a ministry of Fellowship Church, is we major on writing. We major on reading. We want our uh, students to be good at writing. We even, at times, have debates. 
where the student has to prepare a position on a certain topic and give a speech communicating their position properly. Now, why do we do those things? Is it because we do not value math? Certainly not. Is it because we uh, do not care about things such as science? Oh, that's certainly not the case. We do so for this reason, and I use this illustration. Imagine a scientist in a lab has just cured cancer. It's a remarkable achievement. And now he has to take that formula that he has just created in that lab and that medication that can cure cancer. And he has to share it with everyone who has cancer. But there's only one problem. He doesn't know how to communicate. He stares at the screen on his computer, thinking about how to type, and he doesn't know how to spell. He doesn't know how to form sentences. You put him up in front of others to, to talk, he, he freezes up and he can't do it. He cannot communicate. Well, because of his lack of communication, that scientist and his cure for cancer ends up staying in the lab due to failure to communicate. You see, communication is an essential quality of leadership. Moving quickly, not only communication, but number 16, a essential quality of leadership is to be a learner. Now, you maybe have heard it put this way. Leaders are readers. But I want to expand that idea just a little bit more. A, a leader is one who is always pursuing knowledge. The Bible teaches us the fear of the Lord's the beginning of knowledge. And a leader will be one who is constantly attempting to learn. One of my mentors is Dr. Paige Patterson, uh, former president of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. And I remember asking him one time, what should I be reading after I get out of seminary? Once I finish my doctorate and I'm pastoring a church, what should I be reading? Should I stay reading in theology? Should I read in biblical studies? Should I read books in pastoral ministry? And I'll never forget what he told me. He said, Timothy, you need to be reading and learning what it is your people at your church enjoy. He told a story about when he was pastoring in Arkansas and a person in his church enjoyed gardening. It was an older lady and husband in his church, and they always talked about their garden and the flowers they were gardening and how much they enjoyed it. So he went out and bought a book on gardening. And he learned all that he could on gardening. Why? So that when he sat down with that couple, he could encourage them and edify them and show that he was a friend of theirs, that he loved them because he was interested in the same things they were interested in. So if you're going to be a good leader, be a learner. Learn about the people and the things that they love 
of whom you're leading. Number 17. And these last two are the most important. Are you ready? Number 17, the essential leadership quality is full of faith. When the Bible speaks of those first deacons in Acts chapter 6, the Bible describes them as being full of faith. An essential leadership quality is utter dependence upon God. If you are not a man of faith, you will not be a good leader. But then the second one, and the last leadership quality is this. Number 18, full of the Spirit. For once again, in Acts chapter 6, the text says not only were they full of faith, they were also full of the Spirit. What does it mean to be full of the Spirit? It means that you are not gratifying the desires of your flesh, but instead you are living in pursuit of the knowledge of God, of knowing Him and making Him known. Well, these are the 18 essential leadership qualities that Sanders outlines for us in chapters 8, 9, and 10. I encourage you, read through those chapters. Look at those verses that he shares. And may you be edified and encouraged as you cultivate these leadership qualities. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Text Driven Podcast. For more resources like this one, go to our website, www.fellowshipchurch.co. If you're ever in the Southwest Florida area, I'd love to extend a, a welcome to you to join us on the Lord's Day for our worship services. You can find the times and locations of our worship services on our website as well. And until next time, know that we're praying for you to live a text-driven life. God bless.